Hey everyone, welcome to this Beautiful Life podcast. This is your host, Emily Stroya, founder of the Intuitive Soul Academy, a space for you to awaken to your highest potential and discover your intuition. Um, So this episode is all on post-traumatic stress disorder and nightmares. Um, So for those of you that are new and this is your first time listening to me, I have been in the self-help and spiritual arts field for over 11 years. I started exploring spiritual health when I was 21, looking for tools to heal from trauma and sexual abuse, particularly childhood abuse. Um, I experienced a lot of violence and um, a lot of just trauma growing up from very young age, probably ever since I can remember, to... Uh, when I moved out when I was 16. So um, for me, spiritual health has been such an anchor to finding my own sense of peace, but also like sorting through emotions that have been really hard to process from grief and anger and rage, resentment, um, loss, as well as how to create healthy relationships with other people and trust again, trusting myself, creating a healthy relationship with myself and really getting to the place where I'm at today, which is feeling pretty happy with myself and learning um, every day, you know, looking at the past from a new lens. So how this all ties into post-traumatic stress disorder and nightmares is because um For over 15 years, I have suffered from nightmares related to my childhood abuse and trauma. And so it has been a journey for me to feel okay the next day, to to feel okay after I have these nightmares. So the spiritual health work I've been doing is really related around intuition and meditation and visualization and connecting um, to ancestors and connecting to spirit guides and feeling this connection to something beyond me where I feel guided by the universe and I feel guided by energy and, and um, finding ways to heal through that, through these tools. So um, it is my way of, of also sharing my work with the world by helping other people heal and also find their own spiritual Zen place and sort through loss and grief from trauma to the death of a loved one. And, um, and so it's been a journey for me to find tools as well and share them as I go through it and share them with people. So for back to my original point, which was for the last 15 years or so, even longer, I would say, um, I have suffered from nightmares nightmares of being assaulted or raped, molested, attacked, um, usually by my father, usually by an older male. And in reality, 
I suffered a great deal of abuse from my father, from mental abuse, verbal abuse, um, physical, and also sexual. So this has been a reoccurring um, concern in my life of, of trauma that has manifested in my sleep, where periodically I get these nightmares and the same theme always of being attacked or assaulted or molested by him comes up. Um, it has lessened, I would say, quite significantly over the last few years as I've gotten deeper in my healing journey and deeper in my recovery. My nightmares have definitely lessened. But um, for years, actually, many, many years, I was having nightmares consistently every night and violently waking up, um, screaming, punching the air, kicking my partners, just really waking up in a very frantic, terrified state. Um, and so I have been diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder as well as just suffering from childhood trauma and abuse and um, in the last few years, I've really made a commitment to get deeper into my healing and find different ways to cope with the emotional distress that comes up around the traumas, um, find different ways to cope with the flashbacks and memories that I experience and the anger that comes up periodically. So with my nightmares, um, ways in which I choose to cope with it now is by journaling it, um, by sharing it publicly with people through, again, platforms like podcasts and social media, um, to just sharing my journey through writing and, and tools where I can express, you know, that this is a part of my life. And for anyone who is suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder, if you think that you are, um, some of the telltale signs that you are is one is reoccurring nightmares of the trauma or reoccurring nightmares of the theme around the trauma, um, as well as feeling, you know, sometimes flashbacks throughout your day. And as if you are experiencing the trauma again, um, it can be something not even related to the trauma, but again, like a sound or a word or a song, Something, you know, the way something smells that can suddenly just instantly trigger the trauma and you're already back there. And so for anybody who is recovering from trauma or abuse, you know, it's like you're learning how to walk again through life. You know, you're learning how to live in life and relate to people and relate to yourself. And it feels very foreign you know, uh, for me, I, I know that for myself, I can speak for myself, that it has felt very foreign to me to to relate to others and trust, especially after something so um, devastating and tragic to experience. It's such, I mean, just period. It's just devastating to experience sexual trauma and abuse from a parent or from anyone. But for me, definitely, it has been very damaging. So I've been in this process over the last few years of really creating trust within myself, creating trust with other people, uh, and also learning how to cope with emotional distress in a healthy way, especially when I'm triggered 
especially when I'm feeling very sad about what's happened in the past. Um, so this morning, uh, I was just reflecting on the nightmare that I had last night and the emotion, like the sadness that comes up when I think about, you know, that these nightmares do happen periodically. And, and I think that it's just part of my healing process of, of uncovering so many layers. Um, but I'm also healing my relationship with my mother. I'm choosing to communicate with her. Um, and allow some type of a relationship to be there. Um, and she messaged me today asking me how I was doing. And one of the things in the past I noticed I would do is that I would avoid telling her about, you know, the things that I was suffering from related to uh, my childhood uh, with my dad. Um, so I would avoid saying, you know, that I had a nightmare or I avoid just telling her how I'm doing. Um, but something in my recovery that I've learned is that I want to be authentic and real and how I am doing and, and, and how I am feeling today or in the morning or, or just in general. And so when she asked me how I was doing, my first thought was, oh, I shouldn't tell her about my nightmare because I also don't want to make her sad. That, that would be like an old thought pattern that I had that I didn't want to burden her or sadden her um, because she suffers from mental health um, concerns. So I was trying to avoid making her or making her feel bad, right? And so that was something in the past that I would do very frequently. Um, and as I noticed that thought pattern this morning, I realized that I didn't want to hold back and, and avoid that or shift the responsibility and keep it to myself when the reality was I wasn't feeling that this great, like very great this morning. Um, and so I shared it with her and I said, you know, I'm actually not feeling so great. I had a really bad night sleeping and I had a nightmare about dad and so on and so forth. And, and she responded and said she was so sorry. And then she asked me if I blamed her and part of my recovery process is, is healing and sharing, you know, how I feel about the past with her as a mom, as well as learning my responsibility in her being her daughter and, and how I want to be real with her as well as coming from an honest place, but kind. And so I shared, you know, I don't, but I wish that you had protected me and kept me safe. And just that statement and alone is a huge leap in my recovery. It's a huge leap in my relationship with her and me just being courageous enough to say that. Um, and so, you know, the part of the practice of my relationship with her now is forgiveness and, and growing because I know that she won't be here, you know, forever. And I do desire a relationship with her to a degree that feels good and aligned for, for me. So I'm sharing this with you today because um, wherever you are in your journey, maybe you can relate to the process of healing a relationship with someone um, who has been a part of the, of the trauma that you experienced, whether it's your childhood or it's something else. Um, and part of that is is finding a way to communicate honestly and authentically with that person 
And so for me, that's been my journey, um, is learning how to communicate honestly and openly with boundaries with her and also being real with myself, being real with other people about what I'm going through. Um, and my nightmares, I know, may be part of my life forever. Um, and they may not, they may slowly just stop over time, but there's really like, there's no, I'm not holding on to an ending for it. You know, I'm just committing to my process of healing from trauma and committing to my process of, of having a healthy life and a healthy mindset and healthy relationships with people and surrounding myself with people who are that way. Um, and leading that example for my own son and my family and being a mother and being an example for and for other moms out there who may be, you know, still in their healing process from trauma while also um, being a mom and having a family, which is a huge responsibility and a commitment and a dedication. So I'm just offering my support and sharing my story and, and being vulnerable um, because that's what it's really about. Yeah. And it helps me to just know that I'm not alone in my journey um, from healing from sexual abuse and, and all of that that comes with it, all of the pain that comes with it. Um, and also a lot of the great awakening and the healing that can transform. So, um, so that's it, my friends, if you're suffering from PTSD or trauma or sexual abuse and you're in your recovery process, uh, I just want you to know that over time, if you commit to your process and yourself through therapy or whatever tools feel good for you, for me, it has been spiritual health and therapy, um, from meditation to intuitive classes to yoga and hypnosis and everything under the sun. Um, I have explored a lot of it and it has all been incredibly helpful. And the one thing that remains the same is that I'm committed to my process, no matter how painful it can be or, you know, how discouraged I can feel sometimes, um, or how sad, uh, some of the flashbacks can bring up for me, like the sadness and the loss that comes with that. I do know that at the end of the day, I'm okay. And I have done so much work to create a support system for myself, which is super key to your recovery from trauma and loss or grief or um, abuse is finding and creating support for yourself, having community, having outlets, healthy outlets for yourself um, so that you can feel supported and feel like others can relate to you so that you know that you're not alone in this journey. Um, all right, my friends, that wraps up this episode for today on this beautiful life. Um, sending my love to you. And if you're interested in learning more on how to develop your intuition and also help people heal um, from trauma or loss or discover their uh, own intuition and become a spiritual coach. I have a signature program where I teach people how to develop their intuition and also become spiritual teachers and coaches and consultants. And that's called the Intuitive Master Coach Program. You can learn more about it at intuitivesoulacademy.com. 
um, check out my website, emilystroya.com, or go to um, intuitivesoulacademy.teachable.com. Those are some of the sites you can check out. My book, Into the Light, is a poetry collection on healing from trauma and abuse, and it tells my story on how I've used my pain to transform my life. I've used um, this trauma and, and this this story of mine to transform my life in a positive way and continue to do so. Uh, that book is available to download for free on Amazon Kindle. So if you go to Amazon.com and look up Emily Stroya, you will find the book Into the Light Poetry Collection available right now to download for free. Uh, and you can add that to your Kindle library and start reading at any time. So there we are, my friends. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And continue to listen, subscribe, and be in touch with me on this beautiful life.